hear what God has to say to us. But it is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I was like really tired too from over the weekend and praise God. But I, I look forward to coming here this morning because we have responsibility that we need to do for God while we're here. Amen? Well, praise the Lord. That's just you and me, Pastor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. And all the time, God is good. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to be talking about the, the letter that Paul wrote to Galatians this morning that I was really interested in. And, um, and I was challenged during the week or the month to try and get my, myself in course or in line with God. Because so many times there are always things happening. It's either be scheduled or not, not scheduled. But we make ourselves available to these things. But I, I thank God that um, we have his spirit that, that guides us or convicts us and to make us realize and sometimes if we notice to think about the things of God, what God wants in our life. And just being, being honest as a child of God, hallelujah. I don't know about you this morning, but uh, it is a serious business. Amen, hallelujah. If I won't be serious here today, then hallelujah, I won't be helping anybody. Hallelujah. At least I'm looking at people or so many eyeballs watching me this morning to preach the goodness of God, the challenges that God wants us to do then or have then. Praise the Lord. We can get it right here. Hallelujah. As long as you're serious, praise God. The, God. the word of God will continue to challenge us. Hallelujah. On top of what we already know. Hallelujah. But it's a learning world. We always say it's a learning world. Hallelujah. I always, when I come to that, that saying or that mindset, it's a learning world. Then I really start to... Or begin to think that I haven't really started yet. I don't even know what's out there. I don't even know what people um, experience. And you see around you that um, what things that you see or notice through people presenting, you hear the news. It's exciting. And sometimes it's fearful. But if we just sort of like just scan through that, that, uh, that givings or presentation of the world in whatever form that may be, then we're just going to stay like that. I hope not. And sometimes my mind just sort of flows with that. Not really, not really governing myself, if I can say that. 
not really noticing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I find this, um, the letter that was written to Galatians by Apostle Paul, when I read that, it, it really just blew my mind and it just really challenged me to what I've just given you the introduction of. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But I will begin my reading in Book of Acts. I won't begin in Galatians, but I will begin my reading in the Book of Acts, Book 16, Chapter 16, and Verse 6. So if you got your Bible, then turn with me to the uh, Scripture, Acts Chapter 16 and Verse 6. And hear this. Now when they had gone throughout Pergia and the region of Galatia, Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysia, they ascended to go into Bithynia, but spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Messiah came down to Troas. This is just talking about the vision that Paul had from a man in Macedonia. But this letter he wrote, if we can turn to Galatians, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 8, and it reads, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, Unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. Praise the Lord. Now that's pretty authoritative, that's pretty direct. What Paul wrote there to try and encourage. Now it's, it is a genuine, genuineness of the letter, if I can say, that went out. It is not a question, but it was a direct address to this Galatia. And this must be his second letter that he wrote. It is, it is not a question, rather an acknowledgement. If we intend to acknowledge the word of God, then we will stay focused what is God, what God is doing or saying to the church. The only way that we can be the church of God is to be convicted or have his spirit to help us guide and also protect us. The occasion of the churches in Galatia were founded by Paul himself because he went around. He was a bishop and he went around these places that I, I don't know whether I pronounced it good. But this is what happened when he went out. He observed and he noticed that people 
were influenced probably were converted from Edenism. And if you realize a lot of people in this world or society will come back, come from these backgrounds, will come into, into the church of God. And when you, ask, when, you, when you hear the word, it will come from your heart. It asks to have a, that desire to receive. So these people were con, was converted, convinced, convinced and converted in the region, probably from the background that I've just said, Edenism, and also the influence of Judaism. The teachers there at that time, people that was living there at the community, they were really focused. So when you look at them, they were really smart. But the thing that, that Paul noticed that these people were so mixed up. So mixed up. He went the first time and he taught about God. And they all followed. And I know for a fact when you go to another place, somewhere new, and you're a, a new person there for for whatever crusade or teaching or whatever you do. If it's a church thing, people will come. And then they, they will have another person come along. Then these people will, will swing and go and follow this. And that's how people move, if I can say that. So they were persuaded. They, they followed Influenced, convinced. But Paul, when he, when, when he saw that, he just wrote a letter. This, this print must have been really, really big. Really, really highlighted when he wrote this letter. Because when you read on, it will say that uh, when you finish that letter... He was really, like, the, 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 the wording was really, really big. And he was tired. His hands were tired. Now, that putting the heart into the, the paper or the ink onto the paper, really expressing, doing what he's doing now. Because you just change from other beliefs to another beliefs, then you are not really following what God requires. But in this letter, I'm telling you today that you must must be humble. You must attend to what God is really thinking. 
Meaning, there might be a group, associates that you follow. Now they can put something stronger into you to try and change your mind. To challenge you. Or to try and utilize what you already have. Then you will begin to create your own theology or your own way of thinking using the energy or that knowledge that you already have about God. Because what, what Paul was writing about, that we have to be mindful or be careful, we're missing a point here. You're missing a point. To try and work with God. You have missed the course. But I'm warning you today. If any doctrine that is trying to come and to try and get you, we have to be Mindful of me, we have to be prayerful so these things doesn't come and use the ability that you already have, the experience, because what can happen is if you're experiencing God right now, hallelujah, that can change due to whoever is coming and presenting. I am so fearful today that my my ambition or my, my faithfulness to God will not be disturbed by any other gospel. Because there's so many gospels that people preach. So many gospels that every individual preach. It's either through social media. It's either through whatever uh, TV. Or you might get invited to some crusades. Hallelujah. It will really challenge your emotions to where you stand for God. Hallelujah. We have a God, we serve a God that we identify Him through His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through His name. Hallelujah. We worshiped here this morning. Hallelujah. We lifted our voices, we lifted our hands. Hallelujah. This morning, I don't know who we connected to this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. But it took some time. Hallelujah. It took some time to connect. Hallelujah. To the spirit. Hallelujah. I don't know, but I was feared when my pastor raised his voice this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was something that was not connected. Hallelujah. Unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It had to take the whole service this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The whole service. Hallelujah. Praise God. People were still walking in hallelujah, until the very last end. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God showed up. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. God will not appear if we just come lifting up our hands with no desire. God will not show up until we connect, hallelujah, 
to who God is. Hallelujah. Identify him by his name. Hallelujah. And really say from our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. He's the mighty God. Hallelujah. He's the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Paul was addressing them, warning them, be careful. I know you're doing good. I know you have the right skills. You can go out. You can reach people. You can preach the word of God. Hallelujah. But at least it's not of another gospel. Hallelujah. Because we can make uh, assumptions. We can make uh, things. We can create ideas. Then we'll be able to speak using the motivation or the confidence that we have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When was the last time that we found ourselves just weeping somewhere? Weeping, kneeling, hallelujah, wherever it may be. Where was the, when was the last time that we really seek the face of God? Hallelujah. Because so, there's so many temptations around, hallelujah, that, uh, that, that is displaying and that is convincing us to try and engage with them. There's so many good programs out there, hallelujah, that can be easily beset us. Hallelujah. Or can turn us away from the love of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just don't, just don't lose the love of God. Just don't lose it. Hallelujah. But you use it for his purpose. Hallelujah. If I can say it's all about him. It's all about Jesus this morning or today or tomorrow or next month or next year. Hallelujah. It's going to be about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Paul was warned. Paul has warned Galatians. They were doing everything right. Hallelujah. They had the right energy. They had the right stamina. They had the right stature. They had the right looks. But they didn't do what God required them to do. But they were more on their own journey. Maybe what we heard this morning that uh, when Jesus was asleep, uh, hallelujah, the disciples, they, they, did, they were lost. And we have to be careful and mindful when Jesus goes sleep on us. Hallelujah. We'll be thrown overboard. We'll be detoured. We'll be misdirected. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because this, uh, this confidence, this level of thinking, skill can throw us away from the cause of God or from the love of God. What really matters if you, if you are with me this morning, the love of God is the love of his word. If you want to love God, it is the love of his word. Love, saving, sharing, and having that time, having that time with God. Hallelujah. So many times, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to pray for. Praise God. But, you know, the, the only prayer that we can really highlight is, the only prayer time that we can even, when we need to pray, is that when we have a need. Amen. That when we have a need, it's a clear conscience, then we can just use those. Oh, Lord, help me with this. 
help me with that. Hallelujah. But the perspective of God is that we need to really challenge ourselves and really find ourselves. Hallelujah. You know what I found in this, what I found in this, on this challenge is that I just need to humble myself. I just need to ask for forgiveness. Whatever it may be, I just need to ask for forgiveness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God might be talking to me and I'm just overhearing. Pastor might be talking to me, but I'm just overhearing. Hallelujah. I'm not really listening. I'm there. I'm present, but I'm not really listening. Hallelujah. Where is our motive this morning? Where is our heart this morning? Hallelujah. Unto God. Hallelujah. Because this is his business. This is his business. And we have to be really careful and be mindful. Hallelujah. So, so many times we try and help people by tapping them. It's all good. It's all good. Hallelujah. We heard this morning as well that what Christmas brings us. Hallelujah. And I'm looking forward for that. Because that's a really wonderful gift that has been unwrapped this morning. Hallelujah. And I'll be, I'll be continue to, to, to asking questions about what is going on. What is going on about this Christmas? Because right now every motive and every focus is on Christmas. Christmas is this many days away. Hallelujah. Some of us might be ready. Some of us might not be ready. Hallelujah. But where do we stand or where do we sit with God right now? Moving into this festive season. Where are we right now? Hallelujah. Paul was addressing them. He was warning them. Not questioning them. He was telling them. We need to turn from our wickedness, wicked ways. We need to come before God. We need to humble ourselves. And we need to ask for forgiveness. Hallelujah. Because there are greater things there. We desire so much, so much good things from God. But it won't come. God is a gentleman. He is a friend. Hallelujah. He will wait for you. Hallelujah. But we will have to humble ourselves and ask for forgiveness. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. Sin is the enemy of God. Sin is the enemy of God. So we need to really find the time. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. But we're supposed to be finding a structure or a plan in our walk with God today. I don't know what they did when Paul wrote that to them. But that, like I mentioned, the end print or the, the, the print, the ink print was so large. That's how much he expressed to the Galatians. You must be doing this. I know we all, we all love God. I know we all do this for God. He said, but I, can, I don't know what you do. But this is what, how I feel. I wrote to you. To just warn you. Turn from whatever you are doing. You might be following 
a gospel that's accursed. Gospel that is accursed. You know what? You can just go around and ask anybody. Or if you can, if they'll hear about you as a Christian, they can, they can tell you they're Christian as well. You see it in the Facebook. You see it through every social media ads, in the paper. Sometimes, you know, I get asked at my job to pray for some events when we have uh, um, diverse events. So we have to present as a diverse group. So we pray. They ask for certain people and it always either come to me or Aaron. And I, I like that. I like that. But the thing that challenges me is that, Lord, really? How am I going to challenge this? You know, I don't know if they believe. But praise the Lord. I've been called to do my best for you. So therefore, I will do my best. So you give me the words. You give me the words how I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Because once I pray, I'll be, I'll be praying for everyone. I'll be praying for everyone. I don't know what background they're from. Whether they're believer or not. So I was feared when he wrote that letter and I really looked in. Praise the Lord. What am I supposed to do being a Christian? Living for God. It's a challenging world. We keep saying, we keep saying, you know what I, what I see in that? We keep reminding ourselves. Oh, you got job. You got, you got to go and do that. So we run by programs. So that became the priority. That became the priority. So if you have no plan for God, praise the Lord, you will be going through that, going through that, that, that structure or that plan. Then you won't be able to do the things what God requires. We had this morning. Amen. So it is really, really, really challenging. I don't know whether God it just sits in our mind. Or does he sit in our heart this morning? God is challenging us that we need to find that heart, that motive, and really come before him, for, before him with forgiveness in our hearts. We need to say sorry unto the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel that I failed him so many times. I feel that I, I failed him this week. I, I, I feel that I've even failed him this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we... There, there, there is the Spirit of God. Like I said, God won't just show up. Hallelujah. Until we forgive of our sins. Until we forgive our sins. Whatever it may be. Hallelujah. Sins like just not noticing anything. Little things in your house or anywhere. If you are not noticing these things. What God is displaying to us. 
then we are missing something, what God is doing. Then we'll turn around and say, oh, Lord, sorry, I didn't pray today. Hallelujah, because I, I had nothing to say. I didn't notice anything in my walk today. I'm fine. I'm going to be all right. Hallelujah. You know, when I read or hear about any other things in the world, and this is honestly speaking, it doesn't really stir me up. It might just get me emotional, stirred up, but it's only just for a little while. And that's when, when I hear about something exciting. But then it goes away because it's just outward. But what I'm talking about is that we must challenge ourselves. Our motive needs to be filled with the power from an eye. The power of Lord Jesus Christ must evidence, be evidence in our lives so that we can notice these little things. It's the little things that we are missing. We just want to finish the day. Then we'll prepare for tomorrow. But we're missing the little things back there. God might be requiring us to, to give up our possessions. Whatever possessions they may be. But we're saying to God in our motive, in our thinking that it's okay. It's okay. I can go ahead with this. I know you, you, you're there. You, your word said, you will never leave me, nor forsake me. That's good. But just be mindful that it's not only good just for knowledge. Praise God. It's good for us to action it. Hallelujah. It's, it's good for us to exercise it. So that one of, so we can help one another. Hallelujah. So that we can help one another. So Paul really expressed that to Galatia, Galatians. Be careful of these other gospels that will come after. Because there's people out there, organizations, that starting as well. And we all in this world trying our best. Who's going to be the victorious? But we notice that each day, the challenges just keep going and going and going. I don't know where they're going. Hallelujah. But I'm here this morning to encourage you. We know where we are going. We are preparing to that place. Hallelujah. And it is called, hallelujah, Heaven, praise God, we are going to meet our Lord. We are working, hallelujah, to be victorious. Not only in this life, praise God, but in the next life to come. Amen. Hallelujah. Have we thought about it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you, are you believing something that there is a life after this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We already believed, praise God, because why? God lived outside, this, outside the time that we are living in. Hallelujah. That's why when we pray, 
God can come anytime. Hallelujah. You pray to any organizations, any, any, any departments, praise God. They'll just take the call. We'll be there on such and such time. Praise God. Hallelujah. But when you talk to God, uh, right now or whenever, whatever time, praise God, God will show up. He will show up. But you have to want to. To meet him. Praise God. God is a gentleman. Praise God. I hope I'm helping somebody here this morning. Hallelujah. To really realize. Really start to plan. Hallelujah. Into this festive season. Come new years. New resolutions will be made. Hallelujah. But we, let me encourage you that we make, we're supposed to make our resolutions today. Today. For next year. We don't have to wait for this particular time that the world celebrates. We're supposed to be celebrating God outside of the events that the world provides. Amen? Praise the Lord. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't preached like this before, but praise God. Amen. I'm challenging somebody this morning. Maybe your mind been wandering for quite some time. And you just tap into these, these uh, technical devices or whatever that you see. When it's up, it's up. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. And you respond. But I take fear. I take challenge. When I see these things, I'd rather pray for these people than being judgmental. But I thank the Lord for His Word. Because His Word is the lamp unto our feet, light unto our path. If we can really give ourselves, like Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, if we can, too, if we can be conformed by renewing our mind and be the living sacrifice before God. Praise God. How much, how much difference we can, we can experience in this challenging world. Praise God. Then we can shout for victory. We can shout for joy. Amen. Every day. Rather than Arguments, disappointments come in our way. Panic. Stress. So we can be able to follow the Spirit of God. That's where we're going to receive the joy of the Lord. Is our strength. So it doesn't matter what storm, what situation will face us. We'll be able to go through it rather than go around it. Go over it, go under it, but we'll be able to go through it. And God know the way. His word is the lamp unto our feet and light unto our path. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm I'm helping somebody here this morning. Hallelujah. Somebody clapping unto the Lord this morning. I'm finishing this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope. Uh, hallelujah. That you've been touched this morning. I hope you've been challenged this morning. Hallelujah. Let me encourage you this morning that don't take the word of the Lord lightly. Hallelujah.
be your lifestyle. Have a plan. Hallelujah. Beside your busy schedules. Hallelujah. 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 I'm so blessed here this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. This morning I'm finishing. Thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Our brother was talking about how, you know, we need to make sure we're obeying the right gospel. And of course, I'm an inquisitive guy. I ask myself, how do I know the gospel I'm following is correct? I'll give you a hint. Do this for homework. Challenge. Get your Bible. Go home. Open it in front of you. It doesn't matter where. Just open it. Get down on your knees in front of your Bible and pray. And say, God, help me to obey everything I find in this book. Take that attitude. God, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it applies to me, Lord. Show it to me in your scripture so I can be obedient. If you do that, I promise you, you'll start to follow the right gospel. I'm not saying anyone here is following the wrong gospel. But if you're not sure, young people, do that. In your prayer time, open God's Word. Put it in front of you. Make a decision then and there. God, I'm going to be obedient to your Word. Why don't we all stand this morning? We sing a song together.